Hello, Screamer, and welcome to Scream Streamer, your spoiler-free guide to streaming horror entertainment. My name is James. If you're new to the show, what I do is pick a horror movie from one of the various streaming services and give it a spoiler-free review. Scream Stream is available on all the major podcast apps. Just head over to ScreamPod.com and you'll see all the links there for Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. So this week I am reviewing a classic film, The Sentinel. This is from 1977. You know, I thought I haven't seen this movie, but... As I started watching, I was like, you know, I kind of remember parts of this. And it turns out I actually did watch this movie, and I'm surprised I forgot because it is really, really weird. But before I get into the uh, the review, I do want to mention a couple things, as usual. I feel like I say that every episode. I do want to mention a couple things, or actually, well, well, one big thing. So I now have the ability to upload video to Anchor and into the podcast, or the podcast feed. The issue is I don't have, like I can't do a video version and an audio version of the show. I can only do a video version. And then what it does is it puts the video out to Spotify and then it converts that to an audio for everything else like Apple podcasts and Stitcher and all that. So at first, I was really excited. I was like, wow, I can start doing video now. I can just do a video version and then upload an audio version at the same time, but that's not how it works. Uh, so I don't know what the audio would sound like when it gets ripped from the video and then gets pushed out. And then the other the other thing I, I am curious about is uh, people when, when people listen on Spotify, if you listen on Spotify, like you, you listen to shows on Spotify, right? You don't want to sit there and hold your phone and watch a video like you, I mean, you could just go to YouTube for that, I guess. Or, I mean, you would at least want to have an option, right? But with the video, I think it only gives you the video option on Spotify if I do that. So uh, probably what I'm going to do is I'm going to record a video and this will be, uh, I'm actually going to do this for YouTube as well. I'm going to be doing a video on my choices for holiday horror movies to watch during the holiday season. Most of the, I think, well, pretty much all of these, uh, I have reviewed or do have uh, full reviews on the uh, on the podcast. But I want to do a video, a YouTube video, of my like you know top six or seven uh, holiday horror films that I recommend. So I'm going to actually do that video and release it into the podcast feed and kind of see what happens. That way, I can at least see uh, if. If on Spotify you get the video and audio version, and then it pushes the audio to the rest of the platforms, or if on Spotify you only get to watch the video and you don't have it a, an option for for audio, because I think I don't want to for like if if you are a Spotify user and and that's how you consume ScreamStream, I want to force you into watching a video. I want you to be able to listen, you know. Or consume consume the show the way you want to consume it. So if that makes sense. So anyway, I'm going to do a test video to see how it goes. And I'll just release it as a bonus episode in the podcast feed. All right. So uh, I think that's really about all I want to mention. So let's get into the review here. So The Sentinel is from 1977. This was written by Jeffrey Convitz, who wrote the novel, and then uh, Michael Rinner, who uh, wrote the screenplay and directed the film. And this actually, so the three top build stars are uh, Christina Raines, Ava Gardner, and Chris Sarandon. But there are a lot of stars in this movie who either uh, have 
pretty decent amount of screen time or are, are like, uh, cameos. Um, so Chris Randon, you would, you would know him most from Fright Night, the original Fright Night. He was uh, the main vampire in that film. Uh, and then we have Christina Raines who plays Allison Parker, John Carradine as Father Helleran, Murgis Beredith, who uh, I know from many episodes of The Twilight Zone. He plays Charles Chazen. Uh, Deborah Raffin, Christopher Walken has a has a couple appearances in the movie. I don't even think he does. I think he, he might talk once, if at all. Uh, Beverly D'Angelo has a fil- she plays one of the weird um, weird people. Like she, I I think she's probably like one of the weirdest characters in the movie. Uh, she plays Sandra. Uh, Jerry Orbeck is the film director, and then you have Tom Berger. At the very end of the movie, along with uh, Nana Visitor, Hank Garrett. So there, there's like a lot of famous faces in this film that I had no idea who were there. Uh, Jeff Goldblum as well, who played a photographer. So yeah, it was a little shocking to see the amount of, of stars they got to uh, to make an appearance in the movie. Which I guess at that time, they might not have been you know big stars uh, like they are now. But it was cool to see, to see all of them in, th- in there. Uh, for a brief plot synopsis, a very brief plot synopsis, a young woman moves into an apartment building which houses a sinister evil. So essentially what happens is uh, she has a, she currently lives with her boyfriend who is um, Charles Sarandon, uh, who plays Michael. Uh, she's currently living with Michael, but she wants to kind of get on her, out on her own. She doesn't want to be like dependent because uh, her mother, you know, kind of got stuck into a relationship uh, she didn't have anywhere to, else to go, so she wanted to be, end up like her mother. So she wanted uh, to, you know, live on live on her own for a little while and uh, have a backup plan if things didn't go well with uh, Michael, which you you can't blame anybody for that. Uh, so she moves into this apartment building. It's it's kind of like the right price, uh, but when she moves in, strange things start to happen. She meets like these weird, wacky neighbors, and. Uh, it's pretty clear all right off the bat something just isn't quite right with the with the uh, the building, and uh, so the story kind of goes on from there. I don't want to give you I don't want to give too much away, uh, but it is it is a little bit of a mystery, a little bit um, suspense. There's not a lot of horror elements to it. I mean, there's a little bit. There's a little bit of gore, but not a whole lot. I would say this is mostly suspense thriller kind of stuff with a paranormal twist. Uh, it is a little bit of a slow burn, but I don't think it's terrible because I mean the runtime is is pretty sh- standard. I think it's like ninety minutes, so it's like the the perfect length, and it doesn't it doesn't feel rushed and it doesn't feel like it drags out. While it is kind of a little bit of a slow burn, it doesn't feel you know like you're just ready for this movie to be over with. Once things start to pick up, it gets a little more disturbing, a little weirder. Uh, I mean, this is a seventies when people were, you know, comfortable to be weird. (laughs) It was, it was okay to be weird. Uh, and so I I appreciate that. The residents made it just that more creepy. And then when we finally get to the end, you're kind of like, Oh, that's what was going on. Okay. So now this makes a little more sense. And I guess the overall story, I will, I guess I'll just say it was, it was pretty good. It was an interesting story. I liked it. Uh, I think the acting was really good by everybody. There were, there's, there's one last scene where there's a whole bunch of people involved. Uh, A lot of extras. 
And I thought that scene probably got away from the directors because some of the extras, I think, just started to do their own thing and wasn't really paying attention to what was going on around them and just kind of did whatever they wanted to do. And it just kind of looked awkward. Like it, it didn't fit well within the, the story and the scene of what was happening. It just kind of looked weird uh, and not in a good way, not in what they meant for weird to be weird. You know what I'm talking about? Um, <laughs> it just, it didn't look right. Uh, so that, that's kind of like one of the only issues I had with the movie. Overall, I think it was, it was really well done. It was, uh, I think it's worth watching. This is available on Tubi. So you are going to have to sit through a few commercials. It's not bad. Uh, Tubi is, they, they kind of give you like long periods of time between commercial breaks. And with the commercials, there are like, you do have to watch like five, five commercials, but the, the breaks between commercials are, are pretty long. Uh, so, I mean, I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't really worry about that too much. It's, it's free. I think this is also available on Voodoo for free. Not 100% on that, but it is on Tubi, and that's how I watched it. And I think I think this kind of crosses line more into, oh, well, shoot, man, I can't really say that either <laughs> without giving anything away. Um, I'll just leave it at that. It's a good movie. As far as, like, the, the special effects go, I think the gore was okay. It wasn't too bad. Uh, I, when I say too bad, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't, um, it didn't look silly or, or cheesy or anything like that. They did what they could with, with what they had in the, at the time. Uh, and I think they made it look pretty good. There's one pretty gory scene where you see a guys get, where we see a, a man's face get slashed. Uh, some eye gore happens, which you don't really see too often. This is going to sound really weird, but I, I kind of, I appreciate the eye gore. You don't see that much. Um, so it kind of, kind of falls into the realm of a little bit of body horror there. Uh, but I thought they did a good job with the special effects and the blood and the gore and stuff. So, uh, camera work was nice. The, uh, the set was really cool. It, it kind of, the whole set itself, like this apartment building, this woman lived in, uh, just had this really creepy vibe to it. You know, they didn't have to make it look dark. They didn't have to, uh, film everything in uh, damply lit rooms, even in broad daylight, this thing looked spooky and it looked creepy. And I don't even know why she would have wanted to live there, but you know, I, I would have chosen something different, but the set was great. And I feel like every scene had its, had its own purpose. Uh, I don't think there was any sort of wasted footage. Everything that happened outside of that apartment building, uh, was all part of, of character development so the writing was actually really well done. I appreciated it. I did not realize this was a novel. Uh, so I might have to go and read the, read the novel to see, you know, if, if it's any better than the film. But overall, I liked the film. I thought it was good. Uh, I definitely recommend that you check it out. Again, this is available on Tubi. It is, I mean, you have to watch it with commercials, but it's available on Tubi for free. Uh, and the reason why I thought about this film uh, or doing this for, for the podcast was because I got a Blu-ray copy of... Um, the burbs, the, I got the, uh, the collector's edition from shout factory and the burbs is, is my second favorite film of all time. And Corey Feldman's character mentioned the Sentinel. I'm like, you know, I should probably review that. I, I don't know if I've seen it before, but I should probably review it. And so, uh, that's why I, I want to do it for, for this episode. And when I start watching, it, I'm like, you know, I have seen this movie before. 
I can't believe I forgot it. As weird it is, is as it is, it is just so weird and so bizarre. I cannot believe I forgot all about this film. Uh, so I'm glad I went back to rewatch it. It's it's worth it. Pop yourself some popcorn uh, and and check out the Sentinel from 1977. Uh, it's definitely definitely worth the uh, worth the time. So next week is found footage week. So I'm kind of I I didn't really tell you about this. But I've set up myself a genre rotation, just kind of keep things fresh and kind of help me decide what to review. So next week I'm doing found footage, and I cannot believe I have not reviewed this film before. Uh, but the Poughkeepsie tapes, is it Poughkeepsie? 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 I think it's Poughkeepsie. <laughs> the Poughkeepsie tapes is available on Shutter. I've seen. I saw this uh, a couple of years ago, and I could have swore I did a review of it. But I went back through all the archives, through all the other episodes, and I didn't see it. So next week, I'm going to review that. It is available on Shutter. Highly recommend that you go and watch it now uh, and be ready for the uh, for the review. And again, that is available on Shutter. If you don't have Shutter, it's uh, $5.99. I think it's $5.99 now a month, uh, which is totally worth it. I, you know, if, if you have listened to, to this show at all, you know how much I love Shutter and how much I appreciate it. And I uh, definitely recommend they are not a sponsor. Uh, maybe one day they will be, uh, if I can get, uh, some, some listenership and, and maybe do a little proposal for them. Uh, who knows who knows? Uh, but I do definitely recommend that you go and check out shutter. And speaking of shutter, there are only two new releases as of this moment right now on a Monday. And that is the Exodus three, which is probably one of the better Exodus films other than the original. And Prisoners of the Ghostland, uh, this is the Nicolas Cage film. This this looks crazy pants. Uh, not gonna lie, I have heard I've heard about it. I've read like I've read a couple paragraphs on blogs about it. I didn't want to read a whole bunch because I do want to watch this. I don't. I want to go in blind, without knowing anything, and just kind of watch it and see what I think. The last Nicolas Cage film I watched was The Color Out of Space. I actually thought it was pretty good. My wife didn't like it. And which is weird because she's a huge Nicolas Cage fan. Uh, I thought it was great. She didn't really like it that much. So I, I want to go into this without knowing anything and just kind of watch it. That's the same way I did with uh, Halloween Kills. I didn't see a single trailer. Didn't watch anything about the movie. I didn't watch any TV spots or nothing. Uh, anytime I saw an ad for it, I'd turn the volume down and look away. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad I did that. I don't, I've, I've kind of got to where I don't like watching trailers now. They reveal way too much. Uh, so I, I want to go into this completely blind and, and see what it's like. Uh, but next week, as I mentioned, we're going to be doing the Poughkeepsie tapes and I'm excited to be doing that review. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode of scream stream. If you would like to keep up with me outside of the podcast, uh, head over to scream underscore stream on Twitter and on TikTok, I, I should be doing some more TikTok videos, uh, but TikTok is, uh, it's kind of like where toxic people go to hang out. It's kind of what TikTok is. It's it's pretty toxic. It's it's it's. I think TikTok is more toxic than Twitch is right now, um, and that's pretty bad because Twitch is a pretty toxic place. If you don't know what Twitch is, it's where people stream live, um, or they they do live broadcasts. Most of it's video game stuff. There's also like just chatting stuff. Um, 
but I mean, the talk, the user base there is, is kind of toxic as well. So, uh, but yeah, I, 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 uh, I do have the TikTok scream underscore stream. You can follow me on Instagram at scream stream. Uh, and then also I have a, another YouTube channel that I do called oddly James. Uh, I will put a link to that in the show notes for this episode, but that's where I, I stream on YouTube. I stream horror games on YouTube. And I also do uh, some vlogs, a few things like that. Uh, just kind of oddball videos, things that don't fall into any sort of niche all go on that channel. So if you want to go and subscribe over there, I would appreciate it. Again, I'll drop a link in the uh, description. If you have a movie you would like me to review, uh, please uh, feel free to contact me. There's a contact page on screenpod.com, or you can just send me an email, screamstreamcast at gmail.com. If you have a couple movies you'd like to recommend, please do so. Uh, and I will, I will just fit those right in there because I don't get recommendations. So if you send me one, I'm probably going to review it if it if it hasn't been reviewed before on the show. Uh, with all that said, uh, until next week, I'm James saying if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>